What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48MinutesNetwork.com. I am Tim Daniel, as always, joined by Sean Mackey. It's a very fun show this week for you guys. We're going to talk about uh, Clint Capella now being out four to six weeks for the Rockets and how they kind of move forward from that. Do they make a move? Uh, I also talk about a potential guy they could look to grab to kind of try to make um, that's make get that backup center that can fill in for that time that Capella's out. Uh, we discussed the Cavaliers beating the Lakers, ending their win streak, and the Lakers' struggles without LeBron, now 3-7 and seven without the King. Um, you know, what do the Lakers do from here? Uh, we talked the Celtics' struggles. We have an interesting discussion on um, James Harden versus Steph Curry, who you would take. And then also, at the end of the show, tune in for an interesting discussion about the shooting guards of the, of the NBA. Bradley Beal versus Clay Thompson. Bradley Beal versus Victor Oladipo. Where do you rank them and why? All that on this week's episode. Without further ado, this is 48 Minutes. Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, that ain't been talking with punishment. Youngest is confident, but can't handle what we coming with. Others in love with the drug and this family is running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them coming in. 48 Minutes, 48 Minutes. Well, Sean, um, this has been a weird year for the Houston Rockets. You know, the team that was a win away from ending the Golden State Warriors run last year. I'm familiar with them. Yeah, they um, they play in Texas. They actually play in Houston. Do you know where Houston is? I do. I, I do. It's in Texas. Here it's hot there. Yeah. I hear they have a lot of good food. I've never been to Houston. I've been to Dallas, and they have good food. Yes. Yeah. Well, You were just I've... in Austin. I was in Austin. Austin had some of the best food I've ever had. Some best tacos I've ever had. Yes. Or in Austin. Yes. I've been in I've I've been in Dallas a uh, couple of t- I mean, I think we flew into Dallas when we went to Austin. Mm. And, and then I So, I've been to Dallas twice. I was there on a layover to Puerto Rico once for like 20 minutes and then and then <laughs> that. So, then before that I was like, I've been to Texas for 20 minutes. That was like for 20 years. That was the only thing I could say. So, but this last year we I rectified that. So, do you remember like when we were kids and we flew anywhere? Like there was always a layover at LaGuardia in New York. Did you really have a uh, every see, time? See, I never time. I didn't actually fly in a plane until 2002 that was the first time I flew huh so it was I was I was like 17 or 18 years old so so come for the Clint Capella stay for the airplane stories yeah well anyway um Clint Capella comes out today is out four to six weeks for the Houston Rockets which is um not good for the Rockets a team already down Chris Paul so, I mean, really, the winner in this is James Harden, because that means he gets more shots to take. So he can score 45 points and shoot 18 of 70 from the field. This is an ideal situation for James Harden. It's an ideal situation for James Harden. James Harden can be full-on James Harden. Yeah. So, this sucks, because Capella is obviously their best defensive player. Yes. Um, I mean, and good. and... And on top of that, like they just they just re-signed him this last summer. I mean, they just yeah. to a to a max deal. So, like, he is 
really probably the the second most important part of this team right now. Oh, he looking is hundred percent that. So, so, and I'm 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 counting that over Chris Paul because Chris Paul is just inevitably always injured. So, um, so Chris Paul is expected to return late this month, early February. They get him. Who back. cares? So. <laughs> You're like something's gonna happen. He's gonna get stung by a bee. Right. Uh, he's gonna step on gonna, like a rusty nail. It's not gonna, gonna go through his foot, but no, it's gonna be a banana peel. Come on, come on. <laughs> Only it's fitting. gonna be, but yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what it's gonna be. So so we at least know he's insured by State Farm. If something does happen. But oomst. <laughs> so so, how devastating is this? I mean, I mean, who do we who who do the Rockets have to to back up? Uh, Capella. Capella. So it's like if we're looking, you know, at their depth chart right now, we have uh, Nene. Okay. Here's my <laughs> idea. Hear me out here. All right. Go go ahead. Two go expirings. Ahead. Okay. You contact Chicago. All right. Keep listening. Keep listening. Sure, keep listening. Sure. Sure. Robin Lopez for Brandon Knight. Both teams get rid of the money at the end of the year. Yeah, it's a wash. The wash helps uh, helps the Rockets a little bit right now and uh, does yep. nothing for Chicago, right? Which is what they're looking for. Which is what point guards do in Chicago. Well, yeah, they do nothing until they John Morant's there, there next year. They, they they go there for their careers to die. So yep. so uh, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. That's a good one, Tim. Yeah, because I know recently right now Rolo's going to be a Warrior is what it looks like. So is that is that where he's stating he wants to play? Uh, the rumor is, gosh. How could we like ever? Could we ever go show that show without bulls talk? No, no, no. Always goes back. I've to tried. This. I, I know. literally tried. You, some some days I deliberately try not to bring them up during the show, and you and you still bring them up. It's <laughs> so like then I get drawn in to their. Yeah, to their we start. We just keep talking about this garbage team. I'm sorry, listeners, if you have to listen to right. us every week talk about this team. We were talking about that on that large bid this week. I was like, <laughs> man, I was like, if I wasn't like close to the Xavier team, I would never talk about them. So yeah. I really feel bad for anyone who listens to our show. <laughs> well, you like, know. If you're like, Xavier's a small school in Cincinnati, no one gives a shit about a private school in Cincinnati. It's like, well, my bad. They're sort of relevant sometimes. So. Yeah, they're actually they're a good tournament team. But um, yeah. So the rumor is, apparently, that Robin Lopez was declined a buyout by the Bulls and because his interest was to play for the Golden State Warriors. Why does that matter? I don't know. They're isn't, the Bulls. Isn't it like every floppy-haired center's dream to to get bought out? <laughs> to get bought like out and play for the Warriors? Yes. I, Anderson Vergel started everything. I know. I know. So it's, it's going to be a trend. Well, Anderson Vergel got picked up because they're like, how do we stop the Cavaliers? Yeah. And then he joins the 73-9 team, and they lose. I mean, it was... I mean, it, it, it was official after that that Vergel was the bad luck guy. Yep, because he lost the year before with Cleveland. Oh, yeah. He, he spent his whole career losing and then went to the best team ever <laughs> and helped them lose. So so yes. he is – I mean, good on Cleveland for getting rid of his ass. Yeah. His, his, his floppy-haired, floppy-floppy ass because that's all he did. Oh, he was he the was, flopper. He is the worst – he is my least favorite Cleveland Cavalier ever. I think he he's is... my least favorite Cleveland Cavalier ever. I don't know why people liked him for so long. All he did was flop, and he just complained. 
Right. And like, he always was, like, bitching about stuff. Like, I, I, I am not a Verichelle fan. But every Cavs fan is, like, blue-collar guys, you know? Like, guys are just gritty. Like, they love white college basketball players. <laughs> yeah, but isn't he from Brazil? Yes. So he's but not. But, like, they're like, the Drunas Silgalskis, he works so hard. I'm like, he's just a center in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ogalskis was a great player. Yes, he was. He's, 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 I mean, let's not even put him on the same, no, we're not. The same plane as Verizhel, please. We're not. I would love okay. to have an interview as a Drunas Ogalskis one day. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he was great there. Yeah. So, so, okay. So you're saying you think the Rockets, I mean, they're going to have to, they, they, I mean, they have Nene as their backup. I mean, he's not even re- truly a center. He's more of a power forward, really. He's also not good. He's not good anymore. He was once great. Oh my god, yeah, he was fun. He was once great. So, uh, is uh, Marquise Chris still playing for the Rockets? I think. Okay. Is he relevant anymore, or was that like... Is, or, or <laughs> was we... he ever? No, not really. Because he was relevant, no one was getting traded on draft night. Yeah, I mean, he's... he's uh, so, I kind of forgot about him, but... So, what do we think, if you had to guess, so mm-hmm. over the next... Let's see here. Let's see. Um, let's see what the Rockets have going on uh-huh. here, really quick. I want to take a look at their uh, their schedule. Their, their schedule here. So they are playing um, the Nets on Wednesday. Okay. Lakers on Saturday. Okay. Seventy Sixers, Knicks, then the Raptors, Magic, Pelicans, and then the Nuggets. So there's a few games there. That might be kind of. I mean, the Nets are are, are decent right now. Seventy Sixers or eh, Raptors, pretty good. Pretty Pelic- good. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Um, NBA final NBA champion candidate. Possibly. That's what I'm saying. They're pretty good. Uh, you know, and then they have the Pelicans. So and Anthony Davis, you know, he can turn it on any night. And the Nuggets are fantastic this year. So looking at that, like next, you know, four or eight games. Um, what do you say they go four and four? Yeah, I would probably say that. So they're say down four. right now to Memphis, but it's to I mean, Memphis. it's a one point oh, game. Yeah. Oh, when you know the eighteen points scored, James Harden has thirteen of them. Of course, of course. So James Harden over the next eight games, what do we say he's going to average? You sort of say fifty? <laughs> no, he'll be like fifty. No, I'm joking. It could, he could, man. I know he'll have that like that Kobe Bryant run. Kobe I mean, was like he's, 51, 54. So he had he already had one uh one spree this year where he he scored what 40 points in what 10 games or something. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. So do you have any doubt that he could do that again for another 8 games? Oh no, not at all, especially now that I mean the options are getting slimmer and slimmer. Now he's got to play center too. I know. So <laughs> play I everything. Mean, I mean, those rebounds are just going to go up. <laughs> Would so... you rather take? All right, Harden or Curry? Uh, what from like a scoring standpoint, or just, just in like general? A general, you get in general, you get one of those guys. I would be on your team. Okay, if I'm going to say this year, I'm going to go with Harden just because I feel like he's more durable than Curry. I feel like Curry is, like, I don't know. He's so good. He's so good when he plays, but he's getting to a point where he sits out a lot. Yep. Like, I, I feel like Curry's injured a lot. 
Yeah. Don't you think? He is. Would you would you take Harden or would you take Curry? It's that's a really difficult one. That's why I asked you first. Yeah. So I was thinking about it. I'm I'm, I'm going to say right now if it was today this season I would go ahead and say Harden. Oh, if I say Curry, I'm a hater, which is really funny because the whole time we've had this show, people accuse me of hating Steph Curry too much. Remember? That's because you do. <laughs> I don't hate <laughs> Steph Curry. As a matter of fact, I've kind of become a Steph Curry fan this year. I don't know what it is. You're a liar. I have. I mean, I don't want the Warriors to win the title, but like, I've kind of got to the point where I'm like, hell yeah, Team Steph. I'm not going to go buy Under Armour sneakers. Those sneakers are trash. But... Yeah, this, that's like when Hakeem Olajuwon was wearing Spaldings that they Dude, sold. They sold yes. at, big, at Bigs. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember the Ewings? No. What did he wear? They, no, they, it was literally the brand was called Ewings. No, I don't remember oh, that at man, all. Oh, man, you got to look those up. They're atrocious. No. I had two pairs of Hakeem Olajuwans <laughs> when I was growing up. One of them I bought at Value City, and mm-hmm. it actually said on the side, The Dream. Mm-hmm. Which and I, and I liked those, but the ones I want to say it was in the nineteen ninety seven season. Spalding decided to make um, a new Hakeem Olajuwon dream shoe, and it was basically a ripoff of the uh, Scotty Pippins, the Nike Air Up Tempos, yep. where it's with the big bubble letter said um, Air. Yeah, this just said thirty four. <laughs> I always wanted when Giannis. Do you remember those? Yes, when Giannis signed his deal with Nike, I wanted him to make up tempos that just had his last name. Maybe like a, <laughs> a size twenty-two shoe. Oh man! Just so like oh, you could read it. It's like when you get a tattoo with the like writing, you have to make sure it's big enough so it doesn't like get stuck together. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd yeah. be great. That'd but be great. going back to the previous conversation. Okay. Here's the interesting dynamic in the Curry v Harden conversation. Okay. I know Curry has three titles, but yeah. go back since 2016 finals, he's had, like, three games he's been really good. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. So, dude, it's a very even race, honestly. I'm going to lean is. Steph for now. Not in my I hate James Harden talk before anyone gets that way. Hi, Kyle. No. But I'm going to lean with the guy that, like, the unanimous MVP, the best shooter ever. If you say Steph Curry has range, you're insulting him. Like, huh. I'm going to stick with that. Okay. Yeah. Sounds fair. I think it's fair. So, yes, Robin Lopez for Brandon Knight. Let's do this. Let's, Brandon Knight, I don't know if his legs are – I guess they worked for, like, two days because he played, <laughs> he played a couple games. It's basically Forrest Gump. <laughs> yes. Yes, he's basketball <laughs> Forrest Gump. Now, before anyone like is like, you're really mean to Brandon Knight – I'll have you know, I actually have a poster in my sneaker closet that he signed for me of him at Kentucky hitting the shot against Ohio State in the Sweet 16. Oh, man. That, yeah. was, that was such a fun Kentucky team. That was. Because they, they weren't, like, expected to do anything. Yeah, once, once they, Cancer they was deep. ineligible, yeah. they went to the Final Four. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. That was a fun season for them. That was. So, so let's talk about – oh, yeah, let's do this, Sean. <laughs> you remember my former team, the Cleveland Cavaliers? Sure, sure. Yeah, remember those guys. They had one. They won one since December eighteenth, until yeah. last night against my new team, the Los Angeles Lakers. So, would you say you're a LeBron follower? <laughs> I um, I'm that Homer Simpson meme 
when he's like wearing like the Lakers shirt, and then he goes into like the grass. <laughs> yeah, then and he, he comes, comes out. out with a calf shirt. Yeah, you're you are that meme. <laughs> that that is you. That's who you really are. <laughs> we need to just get that that meme and just throw your face on it. So I'm gonna work on that. If anyone is listening. Yeah. Can we please make that happen? Yeah, we need to do that. Because that, that, that is you. We also need to do the whole Heat era as well. <laughs> I actually was not really into the Heat. I had the LeBron Heat jersey, but that was it. it. The first time I met you, you were wearing one of those freaking things. Because was, he's my favorite player. <laughs> You're like, oh, sure. I was a big Glenn Rice, Roddy Cycli fan. Yeah. Don't, don't one, hate on my okay. Miami shirt. One. How many guys have I talked about on this show a lot? Let's think about it. Shaq played for the Heat. LeBron played for the Heat. Jamal Mashburn played for the Heat. I got it right. I got it okay. right. Sure. Penny Hardaway technically played for the Heat. It was like eight games, but he did. He did. He scored yeah. 16 points for them at one point. On yeah. one, one garbage game. That was his highest <laughs> scoring for the season. I remember that. People seem to forget that Penny and Shaq were teammates in Miami for six games. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But... Um, the Cavs will get their first win in a long time. Um, according to Kyle Brandon, who is our statistician now, apparently, um, 481 players play in the NBA. You know who is the worst and plus, who is second to last in plus minus? Tell me. Colin Sexton. Wow. And yeah. He, he, and he's starting in Cleveland. Yeah, he is their starting point guard because they traded George Hill. And um, he is... He's like he's Mr. Highlight Reel. He has like a lot of flashy plays. Yeah. Because he's super athletic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's not really good at NBA basketball yet. Do Will he be is the real question. He's he's better than Cameron Payne though, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, that's all that matters. I mean, you you got to be better than Cameron Payne. <laughs> yes, I, I think he's better than Cameron Payne. I don't necessarily necessarily know if the numbers back that up. Is he is he better than Michael Carter Williams, who just got cut by the Bulls? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So probably, probably. Okay. Yeah, okay. I would say he has a better upside, but it's also because he's a rookie. Because every he's rookie, a rookie. Has upside. He's got he's got to go up a little bit, right? Yeah, Maybe. I think Maybe. he'll get better. But this Cavs team, I understand it's like a weird night. I understand the Lakers without LeBron. But you shouldn't lose that game at home. No. Ever. And Luke Walton goes today and he says that the guys came into film and they were really upset and they were unhappy with how they played. Like, they better be, first off. And then he's like, we're going to, I hope they carry this into Tuesday night. And they come out, guns blazing and like stuff like that. And I'm like, man, you guys suck. Yeah. Other than Kyle Kuzma. And these young guys, is there anyone? I mean, Josh Hart is obviously fun, but Josh Hart is like seven points a game. He's And he's one of those guys, he's he's a... 9.3 points a game, sorry. Yeah, but he's like one of those guys who can who can throw up 20, you know, if he gets hot. Yeah. But he's got to get hot. He's, he's very J.R. Smith-esque in that, in that manner, but not as good. Yeah, J.R. Smith, Malik Monk-esque, just a lower tier of that level. Yeah. But like, so... so Brandon Ingram actually had a decent game. Um, his plus-minus not so much, but, you know, I think that's kind of an overrated number. Um, but, like, Lonzo Ball, 5 of 14 from the field. I understand. I know we've said a million times he's not a scorer. No, he's not. at some point, he's got to be able to put the ball in the basket 
somewhat if he's going to be an NBA point guard, right? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I mean, like he I, got owned last night by Colin Sexton, Sean. Look, it's one game. The Lakers, the Is Lakers, this one have, game. The Lakers They're three have, and seven without LeBron. They are, and they're losing confidence quickly. Mm-hmm. So, and he needs to get back. But this is this is this is all part of the plan, man. This <laughs> extended this extend. He's LeBron's fine. I think he's been fine for a week. Okay, he's ready to come back. They are evaluating right now. They are evaluating, and they are going to see what they're going to do. Someone is getting moved at the trade deadline. I don't think that they wait. I'm not saying they're they're not going to go after Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis isn't going to get plucked until after in, until at least the summer. So, but there there is going to be some sort of movement. There's just no way they're going to go into the playoffs with this team. Someone's going to be the odd man out. They're not going to trade Ingram right now because he's an asset. But what do you do? You got to get better at some point, right? You do. I mean, I mean, I. This is not a playoff team. No, not right now, at least. Not without LeBron. Not without LeBron, and and even when they do, I mean, this could be a, this could be a second round, and out kind of team. Like Bro, they're not. If like LeBron like doesn't make the playoffs, is yeah. he gonna like straight up Thanos that team? Oh, oh, they will. <laughs> he just seriously walks in, just walks in a... after game eighty two and just goes. I mean, I mean, he, uh, he's, like I said, they are, they are evaluating talent right now. I think he's, I think he's fine right now. I don't think that he's, you know, uh, you know, still hurt or anything like that. I think he is just taking it back and they're saving him, saving his legs a little bit. He's played very well this season. Very, very well. Well, he's really good Uh, at basketball. He's, he's pretty good at basketball. Yeah. So. So, um, but you know, I think, uh, they're going to make some move, but I just, it's racking my brain. I don't know what they're going to do. They can't trade Kuzma. No, no, that's the guy. That's, 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 that's numero dos. Yeah. But he's, he's also going to be the number one thing. He's their number one trade asset right now. Correct. But they're not going to move him. I don't know about that. Dude. Maybe not this season, but next season, 100%. If it's for Anthony Davis, he's gone. Well, I don't know if you saw on Twitter or not, Sean. Go ahead. Okay. But in the right situation, in two years, remember, in two years in the right situation, Kyle Kuzma averages 30 points a game. In the right situation. Yeah. That is the dumbest tweet I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I... I... Isn't that true with any player? Exactly. That's my point. <laughs> Isn't that true with any player? In the right situation. In the right situation. That's how I felt about Michael Carter Williams for like three years. <laughs> I know you did. I'm like, I'm like, this guy, he's just been in some bad situations. And then like he got to Charlotte last year and, you know, Claire was even optimistic. I like Michael Carter Williams. you're like, I'm one. done. Oh, have fun with him. You're going to enjoy him very, very much. He's good. <laughs> You, like, jumped off the Michael Carter-Williams boat so fast. Oh, yeah. I was wondering if you hurt your back when you fell in the water. (laughs) So, but, yeah, uh, Lakers. I jumped on the Steph Curry boat not even as fast as you jumped off the Michael Carter-Williams boat. 
But why wouldn't you jump off the Michael Carter Williams boat? <laughs> Just because he won Rookie of the Year doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so that, that was my point. I think when the Bulls got him, and you were okay with it, if I remember correctly. Oh, I mean, it was it was worth taking a chance at the time. Yeah, because Tony Snell was awful. Tony Snell was. I mean, and I still don't. I still don't like Tony Snell. No, no so. one does. No, no, it's just it's just the uh, the Bucks are trapped with him, so they, he's he's there. I guess I can't really say that now that our buddy plays for the Bucks. If we go talk bad about Tony Snell, and he knows now. Well, yeah, but we can we can talk bad about Tony. Get Tony off there. Give Pat more minutes. Damn it. Yeah. 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 I want to see him throw down. <clears throat> yeah, he's got like cool videos on Twitter where he's throwing down. Like. Yeah, he did that one video of him. Jesus, Pat that between the legs dunk. My God. We're doing everything we can. Yeah. Get you in that dunk contest. You're you're my guy. Yep. I'll send him a text later because I know he's not going to listen to the show. Um, Another thing That's... I wanted to kind of touch on. Sure. Over, you know, that that I don't I don't know if you guys talked about it last night, but I want to talk about Justice Winslow a little bit. We did not. Well, they did not. I actually okay. was not on the show last night. Okay. So Justice Winslow... If if you've been trapped under a rock for the last couple of weeks, is now the starting point guard for the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a guy who played power forward in college for Duke. Correct. Um, I guess Drogic is is hurt at the moment. I believe. Yeah, he's been hurt a little while. He's been hurt, so they went ahead and they they've taken a chance on putting Justice Winslow at the point guard position. Now he's six seven, two twenty five. He's good at basketball. Um, good, good at size. Um, he he's not been bad. No, not at all. Actually, he has not been bad. Like over the last, uh, let's see here. It looks like the games. Um, I'm looking at you know last couple games. So on um, two days before Christmas, he scored twenty two, six and five. Next game, 21-2-4. Next game, 24-11-7. And, and he's had some stretches where he's had like 10-7, and 10-4, and 13-10. I mean, he's played pretty well. And then um, on Saturday uh, against the Grizzlies, he had 26 points, uh, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal. And uh, he's not shooting terribly from the 3-point either right now. And Miami's winning some games. Yes, they are. So, do you think this is a permanent solution to their problems right now? I don't necessarily think it's permanent. I think it's great that he's taken this opportunity and he's ran with it. I mean, right now they're playing the Pacers in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm impressed with what he's done. I've, you know, we've kind of waited for a long time to see what he can do in the NBA, what his role could be. Yeah. And this is a good role. I mean, he's obviously, he's flourished here. He's relished the opportunity. So I like it. I'm happy for him. I think, uh, I think it's, it's nice to finally see this, like, from that trio of Duke guys, it's finally nice to see one of them finally kind of really take a role in the league and play well. Yeah. I I mean, mean, like between him, Tyus Jones and Jaleel Okafor. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is, this is, uh, this is very beneficial to him right now. Like you said, he's he's mm-hmm. taking an opportunity. He's running with it, and uh, you know, I'm I'm just glad to see he's doing something because you know he was considered to be like a draft day steal when the Miami Heat yeah. got him, and so was Marquise Teague. So, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> I 
All right, that's my bulls Stop. of the day. I'm done bulls. Stop. Yet. I'm done bulls. No more bulls. It's not, it's not funny anymore, Tim. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think this has been a, this has been a kind of a crazy experiment that's actually worked and I don't know. Um, I know the ringer did an article today about other, uh, players that could use like a role change and one of them they, um, they brought up was Aaron Gordon. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, hold on here, but yeah, they've, um. It's been kind of it's been kind of interesting to see, especially over the last couple of years in the NBA. Just like watching people play different different roles than they they did, you know, in years past. But let's see here. There were some of the people they were talking about on this. Aaron Gordon. They talk about him maybe getting a, a different role. Um, Dario Saric. <laughs> You know, Brandon Ingram, you know, who probably should – I mean, when he plays point guard, he's he's not terrible. No, he's been he's fun in that role. Yeah, he's very fun in that role. But they got Lonzo, and I just I – think, I think the Lakers have checked out of, of Brandon Ingram. Do you think they've checked out with him? Not yet, but I think they're close. I, I think they've already made up their mind about him. Do you think general manager LeBron has an has an idea of what he's going to do with him? Well, did you oh, see yeah. that? Did you see that clip of Polinka last night? Just after the game, he's like in the in the uh, tunnel at the Staples Center, and he's just like pacing back and forth. You can see his head down. Uh, no, I didn't, but I I, I understand. That's his a pain. man. I mean, it's this is bad, and and the problem is like they need I Chris Traeger to really get his get his pet back in a step. They. <laughs> They uh, they're on the clock right now with LeBron, and they know their time is limited with him. And there is, I mean, I know we were talking at the beginning of the year. You know, this is going to be kind of a general, you know, evaluation year, whatever. But it's like we're we're midway through the year now, and it feels like the walls are closing in right now on the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, before we got hurt, they were playing well. And I know he's obviously, when you lose him, it's really hard to kind of be like, well, what now? But, like, those guys all flourished with him. And obviously yeah. any freaking player that gets to play with him will. So, yeah, it's it's hard. Um, but, yeah, Ingram, I'm fine with him if they gave him a little bit of point guard time. I think I'd probably still lean towards Ingram over Alonzo. Not necessarily as a defensive player by any means, but I think everything else... Interesting. Um, no, I think Lonzo's a better rebounder and passer. No, no, you're right. I take Lonzo. Okay, I take that back. I'll, you take Lonzo. I'll give up those so, twenty two th- points. I, th- I think I think Lonzo with LeBron is great. LeBronzo. LeBronzo. Like those those guys paired together, they play well together. Yeah. Um so I mean Lonzo is a long term piece of this of this team. I, I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, I don't either. So let's talk about another team with a little turmoil. Sure. Let's talk about the Celtics. Yeah. Whoa. Remember when yeah. a lot of people thought they were going to win the title? I think we were uh, one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First off, let's start with this before we get into it. There is nothing about the two of us that is sad about watching the Boston Celtics struggle. We are very oh, no. much enjoying this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a Boston fan. Yeah. This is great. I never have been. So, anytime I see them lose, and especially now that like LeBron's out in, you know, La La Land, I'm 
I need something to to root against. <laughs> and when the Celtics and lose, the, Celt- their the, wings. the Celtics are an easy target for me. Oh, for you know, sure. just because of their their sensitive fan base. So <laughs> yeah, I think the fan base kind of makes me hate the Celtics. That's that's the reason why I hate them. Yeah, is the, it's the fans. And, Celtic and pride is like a real thing. Uh, that that yeah. No, when we eventually uh, discuss that movie later this year, um, uh, we'll we'll talk about that. Some sure. More. Yes. <laughs> sure, Sean. Yes. So, yes. <clears throat> Sun Saturday night they lose to Orlando. Orlando, look at that beating two playoff teams in a row. Yeah. Um, and there's an awful, awful inbound play called for Gordon Hayward, and Kyrie is pissed. He apparently, when everyone has left the locker room, he's still sitting in his locker, just staring straight ahead in his uniform still, and then goes to the media and says that that team does not know how to win a championship. Now, record scratch. Yeah. Wasn't that team in Game 7 without him last year? They were. Yes. They were. They have been – They you know, it's funny. We all just assumed everything was going to go together this year. But they are an awkward fit when they're all together. Yes, they are. They're an awkward fit. I mean, there's – you know, especially Jason Tatum's a great player. Yes, he but is. It's like it's like we got Gordon Hayward. There's too many cooks in the kitchen with this team. Yeah, Ben kind of made the point that made a ton of sense uh, yesterday. And it really stuck with me. It was that, you know, Brown and Tatum and Rozier, those guys kind of got a taste of that life last year of, like, being successful and... Well, they and they played out of their mind. Right. Like, Rozier, I mean, they, other, they, until they, Game 7, was awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and Jalen Brown, uh, I mean, we were talking, you know, maybe all-star team this year at the mm-hmm. end of last season. So with him, because he, w- he was doing such a fantastic job. I mean... Um, Brad Stevens really got the most out of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, there's definitely something up. Something's not working. And they're kind of another team. It's like, well, what do you do? Because look at <clears> – so they have the opportunities to get, I think, this year or next year, the Memphis pick and the Kings pick. And those are two teams that are playing really, really well and playing, like, out of those – like. Like almost knocking those out of lottery picks, so I yeah. Think, so nothing is going right for the Celtics right now in that scenario. No, and are they a candidate to make a move? I would think they are, but they're more buyout season. I don't think they're trade season. I mean, they're they're saving up assets for the for the inevitable bid for Anthony Davis next summer. Did you see what Jason Tatum said? What did he say? He said, "I'd trade myself for Anthony Davis too." <laughs> I don't I don't think I think Jason Tatum is going to be the one person who's safe on that team. Yeah, he is. When they when they make that that deal just because his upside is just so high. So, this was mentioned by Kyle yesterday. It wasn't on the show. We were hanging out before the show. What is stopping the Brooklyn Nets from making a run at Kyrie Irving next year with two max spots and a lottery pick? And if you don't get him, you can just re-sign D'Angelo Russell back, who's had a really good year. What is stopping Brooklyn from trying to make that happen? Because, you know, Kyrie and Jimmy Butler have been very open about wanting to play together. Oh, yeah. So, what's to say I mean, Brooklyn this... can't be the spot that does that? So, so 
But but has has Kyrie not already verbally committed to the Boston Celtics? Sean, as a college basketball guy, I'm going to tell you, that's what's called a soft verbal. Okay. A soft verbal means nothing until it's signed in paper. Okay. So so we're saying soft verbal as in uh, Carlos Boozer re-signing with the Cavs only to bail to go play for the Utah Jazz. We're talking soft verbal DeAndre Jordan signing with the Mavericks, doesn't put his, his pen on, put, put the pen on paper, and the Clippers come and get him back. Okay. Man, that would be a dick move. Would it be awesome? It would be awesome. It would be awesome. Yeah, Brooklyn's going to make a splash, I think. I think they're like the one team no one's talking about, especially Jimmy not being very happy right now in Philly. I think that's a little overblown. It It, it is. It is. But wait till the playoffs. Just wait. Just wait. Because I, I don't think uh, I don't think Philly's going to make it to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. That's – ooh. I mean, they yeah. very well could not be, but <clears throat> no, I I don't see it at all. Like, I don't see it. So, who do you think makes it, Toronto and who? I think it's still going to be Boston. Does anybody really want that? Yeah, I mean, that's what we predicted, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't really want it, but I mean, it'll be a good series regardless. You know, because this is this is Toronto's last hurrah. Yeah. So well. So. I don't know, man. I think uh, I think I would trust. I would I would bet on Isai Ujiri. I think he's gonna. I don't know if Kawhi's gonna sign back, but he's gonna make a good case. Yeah, I mean, he's already made a good case. I mean, they're they're, they're great. They're really good. They're, they're not they're the really... trashers anymore. No, no, but they but they very. I, there's always a, a possibility of the return of being trashers, because trashers always gonna trash. Yeah. So let's get back to the Celtics real quick. Um, sure. You know, there's obviously there's the case too. Was it Friday night? I think um, Jalen Brown and Marcus Morris had to be like pulled apart from each other in a huddle. Yeah, dude, like your too many cooks thing is probably spot on. Um, a lot of personalities there, strong personalities too. Yeah, and especially with Marcus Morris uh, kind of really coming into his own this year. I mean, he's played you mean Marcus out Smart? of his mind. Marcus, oh, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about Morris. Morris has been great this year. He anything that you he he has been he has had a quietly great season. He's had one of the best seasons of his career. Like I, I think he's better than his brother. I mean, sure. I mean, but but five years ago that wasn't the case. We remember when we were talking about about Markeith actually going to the Cavs to help LeBron out. Like that was like a big rumor that was floating around. Like oh man, if they got him, and it's like looking back at that now, it's like who cares? Well, you're right. He is having a silently good year. His career year yeah. in points and rebounds. Yeah, I mean he's he's been fantastic for them right now. Also, like so, the first time in two years that he's a full time starter. Yes, and the 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 fact that he's getting the starting nod over Hayward is is telling to me. Yeah. And he's, he's really kind of relishing this role right now. So, um, and Jalen Brown, like you said, he's been kind of, they, they kind of bad. Well, well, it, it, and it's not his fault. It well, is not his fault. Does he know how to play basketball anymore? He, he might not. His confidence may be rattled, man. I mean, if you look at, so against Brooklyn, uh, the other, the other night, he scored two points against okay. Miami when they got beat by, 16, he scored two points, and then he had 13 <laughs> against Orlando, but they lost. Woof. 
What's he doing tonight? He... They're losing to Brooklyn right now. And Jalen Brown, oh, he has nine points on four of nine shooting. Okay, maybe, maybe we, we spoke too soon. Kyrie Irving is not playing today. Well, that'll do it. Yeah. So, so going back to this, do, does if 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 you were a betting man, do you see Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals? Um, mm, mm. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, okay. but I think they're gonna have a really difficult time getting through Philly, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's Indiana. the other one. Yeah, Milwaukee's the the one that we we really need to be talking more about right now. Yeah, and I Mo- I think Indiana's a lot I think Indiana this I don't think this Indiana thing's a fluke. I think they're this good. No, they are they are fantastic. Like the Indiana is really good this year. They are the best under the radar team, whereas the Nuggets are the best under the radar team over in the West. I mean they're not really under the radar. Yeah. They're playing really well, but like no one I just no one's talking about them enough, you know? They're just not they're not flashy. Um, they don't have but to be. Milwaukee, I, I would be willing to I I would be willing to bet that if the Celtics don't get their their shit together in the next you know by All Star break this next month, I'm gonna go ahead and say I think Milwaukee's gonna make it to the Eastern mm-hmm. Conference Finals. I think they very well could. I think Milwaukee and Toronto would be a hella fun series Dude, for the Eastern Conference. Seven games of Giannis versus Kawhi. Not that I think it would go seven games, but oh my god, sign me up. Well, it would just be it would just be something different too. Like I mean, we just we just keep just drudging back to the same teams every year. Well, we like, know the Cavs will not be in the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Well, I know, and 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 they they will forever be irrelevant again. So yep. and, I'm, and I'm fine with that. Um, Please don't get Zion in Cleveland. Cleveland no, that. no, no, they don't deserve him, no. especially that, especially that owner. Right. So nobody, he, he does not deserve another great player. No. So, but yeah, if I was going to, I, that's what I'm rooting for that. I'm, I'm rooting for a Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee, Toronto series. If the Bulls win the lottery, will you get a Zion jersey? Yeah. I will too. For yeah. sure. For sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, we, have, we the Zion brothers. <laughs> I'm in. I like it. Um, last thing before we get out of here today. Uh, I know yesterday in Shot Callers, they talked a lot about like individual performances and guys who had big games. The guy that wasn't mentioned, though, was Bradley Beal. Yeah. So, Sean, I ask you this as a humble man. If you are the god-terrible, stupidly horrible, not-good-at-all Washington Wizards... Why do you need John Wall anymore? I know he's um, hurt, but like Bradley Beal's playing at an all-star level. Yeah, Bradley Beal's put them back in playoff contention. Yeah, they're without Dwight, who's you know, whatever. They're without Wall, and right now they are two games out of the eighth spot in the East. Okay, so here's my bit about about the Washington Wizards. So, well, besides the fact they suck. Besides, yeah, besides the fact that they suck, they, this team, regardless of, of them winning recently and, and Bradley Beal just, like, tearing people up, they are directionless. Okay? At the end of the day, they are still the Wizards. They At the end of the day, they are still the Wizards. Right. Um, I think Bradley Beal's um, trade value right now, this season, is probably at, like, an all-time high. 
because of, of how well he's playing. And I would sell. I would sell high right now on him, and I would get rid of him. Wall is eventually going to need to be moved to, but get some assets for him. Because this is not – they're not going to build around Bradley Beal, Tim. You know, but this is they true. should. But they, they should, but they, but they won't. But they should. But they won't. Okay, where is Bradley Beal among shooting guards in the NBA? So Harden's one. Clay Thompson, I'd probably say, is fairly two still. Sure. Victor Oladipo or Bradley Beal? Uh, Bradley Beal. I go Oladipo. You going Oladipo? I, okay. I am. I am. I okay. love both guys. I think they're both awesome players. I, I, I feel like I feel like Oladipo has more. Um, uh, I mean, he's got more of kind of a cutthroat mentality than Bradley Beal does. He, he but does. I think, I think in just of like smooth overall talent, I'm going to go with with Bradley Beal. Whereas Victor Oladipo is kind of kind of grittier. You know, he's driving to the basket. I mean, Beal can shoot. He can shoot the light side. He's got good size. They're they're very similar in like size and they're right there. They're kind of Their right numbers on the are same. really similar too. V- very similar numbers. I mean, um, I'm gonna take Bradley Beal right now just because of how he's he's playing. Next week, I might say Victor Oladipo. Dude, here's how close it is. Listen how crazy this is. Okay. Value over replacement player. Okay. Bradley Beal ten point five. Victor okay. Oladipo ten point four. Okay, so they're very close. Very close. Like win very shares, close. it's an eight point difference. Uh, but usage okay. rate, literally, listen to this usage rate: Beal twenty five point three, Old Depot twenty five point two. Yeah, albeit very... one of those is out without John Wall, but yeah, I mean they're very, very, very similar, and and you know, I mean they play the same position. I mean it's it's um, they both they're both kind of combo guards. So. Um, yeah, I'm gonna um, do a segment next week where I have you and Ben together, so you can discuss Beal versus Oladipo. I think that'd be fun. I, I I don't know, but I don't know if I can argue Beal against Oladipo. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like it's it's so they're, close. They're so close. I mean, I could. It's I mean, frightening. I mean, I I think the Oladipo uh, uh, argument's probably gonna win just because he's Oladipo. <laughs> You know, like I said, he's he's got more of a cutthroat mentality than than Bradley Beal. So I mean, like I I might just jump sides mid argument. So <laughs> like I don't think what I, 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 I can do. That... Sean Campbell's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, he's a... yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I found the Wizards. I mean, if they want to just blow it up, do it. But if they're not, yeah, I built around Beal. If 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 the Pelicans had assets if the pelicans had assets he would be the perfect compliment well, to anthony davis it's like i told you um i think clay thompson's the perfect number two to lebron james i don't Ooh, think bradley yeah. beal's too far behind that Ooh, i don't i don't like the thought of bradley beal out in la no no thanks what oh what clay We're, we just brought up clay thompson and then you're gonna bring up bradley real to to no come on you can't tell me there's a significant difference between those two. I mean I know I, think... I know like Clay Thompson I will say when Clay Thompson like catches fire he's the most entertaining player in basketball. Yeah, and and he he's I feel like he's put his whole career to the back burner. He leaves that team and goes to L.A. plays where his dad plays next season. I mean, it would it would just it would be incredible, dude. Also, extremely similar numbers between the two. Yeah, yeah. 
Like I think I think I think Clay Thompson is better than the numbers he produces. I think so too. I think that with the scenario he's in, I really laugh when people are like, "Clay Thompson can't be a number one," and I go, "Well, how do you know?" Yeah. Like what? Where have you seen to say that he's not? Like when Steph's hurt, they still have KD. I mean, and and not trading him for Kevin Love was like <laughs> godsend. I was like a godsend. Yeah, I mean that that changed that team. Yeah, it really did. So so all right. Beal needs if if the Wizards are gonna like try to make a run with this, build around Beal. If they're just gonna blow it up, get whatever you can for Beal. Because if what because yes. this so high now this is the moment. Yeah, you like you're right. Like if Beal goes in the offseason, he's like, hey, I don't want to be here anymore. Value down immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and and control it while you can. Yeah. Get rid of him now. I think they could get some more assets. They get somebody decently uh, next season. You know, John Wall comes back. Maybe if not, John Wall becomes Fat John Wall and fades away. I mean, I don't. I the Wizards are kind of a mess, you know. And that whole signing Dwight Howard shit this year that happened, and him having that surgery on his backside, and it's just like, <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like it's like it's like injury after injury with him, and it's like they're just they just had some really. Poor luck over the last couple years. Yeah. They had the one year they made the Eastern Conference Finals. and Yeah, they did. Which they hold on to that forever. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Well, they're they about to lose Bryce then. Harper from the city, too, so... Well, that's that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's not good. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right, ma'am. Anything else we're going to get out of here? No, but if if they do lose Bryce Harper, do does, does Montreal get their baseball team back? One can dream, Sean. One can dream. <laughs> All right. All right, we're going to go to wrap up this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48MinutesNetwork.com. Hey, um, just so you guys know, we're putting a lot of stuff now um, on the YouTube channel, at Large Bids, doing dual casts. We're going to be doing a video on there every week to kind of do like a, a recap of the big games of the weekend, and then you'll obviously get our regular show on Friday. Um, Shot Collar guys, they're doing a great job. Uh, they have their Monday show, and that's kind of our like big show of the week every week, so... We're having a lot of fun right now with all the work we're doing. We're just extending our content to kind of get more work and more experience out there. So please check everything out we're doing. And um, five-star reviews go a long way. Please, if you have a moment, it takes three seconds of your day, give us that five-star on iTunes, subscribe to us on Spotify. It helps us out a lot to get our name out there. So with that being said, I'll get off my soapbox. Have a good night, everyone. Enjoy your week of hoops.